as you know, that's the, that's the biggest passion of mine is music instruction for all students. And it shouldn't be based on whether they can afford it or not, because these kids deserve all the opportunities that we can give them. Welcome to the AESD Scoop, connecting beyond the classroom to bring you conversations pertaining to our children, the future generation. Connecting with local and national experts to answer igniting questions the kids of tomorrow face. Connecting to bring you trustworthy resources, advice, and expertise for modern-day families. Tune in on Wednesday. This is the AESD Scoop. Hello, AESD listeners. This is Betsy Hargrove, and we're really excited to be back here today with one of our most amazing governing board members. In addition to that, a former AESD staff member and currently working with our students for our feeder high school district. Ms. Lowe, will you please introduce yourself? Sure. Hello, everybody. My name is Amy Lowe, and I'm the choir director over at Desert Edge High School, and also lucky to be a board member and still be involved with the Avondale Elementary School community. Um, and I'm super, super excited and happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me, Dr. Hargrove. Oh, thank you so much for saying yes to this opportunity, which quite frankly, you are so amazing when it comes to supporting our kids in Avondale. Um, I don't think I've ever heard you say no when we're talking about our kids and, and making connections for them. So thank you so much for that. You're so wealthy. You know what? I always, and I believe this, and I know you do too. I know um, uh, Mr. Gonzalez, our board president agrees. We've had many, many conversations, but when push comes to shove, if you put the kids first, even if we disagree on what's best for the kids, we still are putting the kids first. And, uh, you know, that's you'll always come up with the right answer if you put the kids first. That is sage advice. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, OK, so let's let's jump right into the fact of our amazing, incredible fabulous, talented kids that we share. Oh my gosh. They, they are incredible. Um, all of my choir students, I think all of them, except for students that move here or maybe went to, you know, or were homeschooled or went to a charter school to come to Desert Edge are from Avondale Elementary. Yay! And they are such wonderful, wonderful students and they work hard and I love them all. And in fact, I know, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead of myself too much, but the students that I had and what we, they call it the honors choir, which I'm like, I'm okay with that. I always call the Avondale Elementary School kids choir, but they said the honors choir, those kids that came here two years ago before COVID hit are some of my top students today. They are my top kids as far as leadership goes. They are more confident. They are more um, you know, they just, they fit right in here. And it's amazing to me to see that some of them are only freshmen and sophomores mm -hmm. that are in some of my top choirs and taking leadership roles. Oh, I, I love that. And, I, and now, of course, you know, I know our kids and, and, you know, I will readily admit the fact that I'm biased, but I'm not wrong. That uh, I'm not at all surprised that they're your top kids, because that's, that's what we have in Avondale. Yes. And for our listeners, I, I want to just give a little bit more context to what you're talking about with Honor Choir. Um, we are so honored and privileged to be able to have our kids go during the, um, you know, during their elementary years to be able to go and be a part of this 
what I would say, an elite choir over at Desert Edge School being led by you. And there's just so many facets of that I want to talk about. But but just again, to be clear with our listeners that our elementary school kids, we, we transport over to the high school and they're able to participate in choir instruction with Miss Lowe, with high school students who are also leaders within uh-huh. that. Mm-hmm. And it is beyond phenomenal. So the first thing I want to attack around that is the idea of confidence, right? The idea Absolutely. that you just said, like they're, they're eighth graders, you know, who are coming in, going to their high school and, and, and still wearing our school uniforms, which, right? Right. They don't care. They're nope. like, I own this place. Oh yeah. They love it. They love the interaction with the high school kids that want to come in and stay, whether it's, I know before we did it in the morning and I'm not really sure how the schedule is going to work, but I know you're going to fill me in on that. But whenever they come over here, it's not typically, of course, during the time that we have instruction at the high school and I have kids that want to stay. I want to come in and work with the, with the Avondale kids. And I have former Avondale kids are like, can we be that high school kid that works with our incoming students? And I love it. Yeah, so it's very exciting. I absolutely love it. And and actually one other thing, because we have listeners from all over the world. Oh my I, gosh. I want to make it clear, right? We're we're mm-hmm. a pre-K to eighth grade school district and we feed into a nine through twelve. So we don't share buildings, we don't share no. um, you know, uh, direct resources, and yet we have right. amazing sharing going on. This being absolutely phenomenal to have our kids be. You able know what, to- Dr. Hargrove, I agree with you there. I think it's so important. Every district I worked for before I moved down to Arizona was a K through 12 district. Mm-hmm. And even though in Illinois, yes, we had high school districts and we had elementary districts, but the K through 12 districts that we had enabled us to be able to. There was one year that I actually taught four sections of choir at the high school. And then in the afternoon, they, and they changed my schedule for me because it was the same district. I taught a class over at the middle school because they lost their middle school teacher um, oh, wow. in the middle of the year and didn't have anyone to fill in. So I love that, um, that community. We all live in the same community. Yes. So to me, being able to share the resources and be able to do that is really, really awesome. And the only people that can make that happen are you, and the superintendent here that are that agree to do this. And I know that you really pushed for the choir thing to happen. And I can't thank you enough because these kids that come in want to be here. And I know it's hard to get a lot of music teachers. We don't have the funding for it. We don't have, there's not a whole lot of music teachers available. There aren't. No. And so to be able to offer these kids music instruction. As you know, that's the that's the biggest passion of mine is music instruction for all students. And it shouldn't be based on whether they can afford it or not, because these kids deserve all the opportunities that we can give them. Well, I can't agree with you more. Our our kids, um, on top of being incredibly talented, deserve every opportunity that we can present. And this this is just one of them. And while I will tell you, I totally appreciate the um the the credit for putting this together there's absolutely no way that we could do this and i need to be super clear there's absolutely no way that we'd be able to do this if you were not you and said yes i want this to be a part of um, my programming i want to welcome additional kids into my classrooms to be able to have them engage at this level and, and truly this elite level of of 
music instruction and leadership opportunity. So thank you for saying, and actually being, okay, when we started, when are we starting? When are we starting? Which is so cool. Yes. I'm like, when do I get them? When do I get to see them? I want to get to know them and I want to get my, you know, get them in here. I love teaching middle school. Dr. Hargrove, mm -hmm. my first years of teaching, and, and I was a late bloomer. I didn't start teaching till I was 35. It's too busy playing in bands and doing other things. But when I started teaching, I started actually fifth graders. It was a long-term sub thing with a whole bunch of fifth graders, like <laughs> three different schools of fifth grade. I had 12 fifth grade classrooms wow. and we put on a big musical. It was awesome. Incredible. But then I got hired teaching sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And that was my, I loved it. I think middle school kids, even to this day, they make me laugh. They make me, you know, I, I have so much fun with them and their, and, and their energy to this day, I even tell my high school kids, you know what? I love my high school program here. However, I had to start a new Edlith for a middle school because mm -hmm. middle school kids, if you say, guys, I'm not sure you can do this, they'll say, yes, we can. <laughs> and they do it school, and then some. <laughs> If you say, I'm not sure we can do this, they'll be like, oh, you don't think so, huh? Like they don't have that. Yes, we can. And I'll say, well, some people say you can't. Yes, you can. And they, and they soar. Um, I really did. I have a tape of it. They don't sound like high school kids or like professionals, but I have a tape of eighth graders singing the four-part original Hallelujah Chorus because wow. those kids took little tapes home back in the early 2000s and practiced their parts over the summer so they could sing it the following year in eighth grade. Oh, and wow. There's no limit to their, to, to what they think they can do. So we just, we just have fun with it. Mm -hmm. And so I have fun with it. I don't know any teacher, any music teacher that wouldn't say yes to such a cool opportunity. Uh, I know that we have students that come over here that are, you know, in like algebra and stuff like that. Yes. So I'm like, well, let's do it for music too. I love that. And I can't wait to get started. Absolutely. Well, I, I, I can't wait to get started either. And the other piece, and it, I know, I I'm pretty sure you know this, the only grade levels I taught were middle school. Huh. They're so fun. They are. They, they're they are absolutely cable. amazing. <laughs> they're, as you said, their energy, their creativity, their imagination, their, their, you're in the middle of something and they're like, hey, and some, if you're like, whoa, it's just <laughs> these connections that they make are absolutely phenomenal. And you're right. And they're fun and do anything yes. absolutely anything yes and they're and they're like little soldiers if they know the teacher's working hard for them they love you they'll they do anything still, for you yeah and and it's it's a different animal at the high school and don't get me wrong i absolutely love my students i, I love, love having them for four years but boy i anytime i can get a chance to say let's do a middle school thing i'm going i'm all over that i love it i love it well, okay, so we talked a little bit about the confidence and, and I just know, and I think about, you know, our kiddos when, you know, they, they're in eighth grade and they're promoting to, to high school and to have the opportunity to understand the building, know the teachers, know the layout, yes. um, know some kids, you know, that type of thing. That definitely elevates, elevates their confidence. Yes. Uh, the and around that though is the, the, the experience that happens with your high schoolers. I am forever blown away with watching the level of leadership that happens with your children. And I'm telling you, I not that you would ever do this because you never, ever, ever, ever would not be there unless you couldn't be there, but literally you could not show up for a week and they would continue the programming and they would do it 
with with precision, with grace, with with high high expectations of themselves, because because they know what it is that you want from them, and they rise to meet that every single time. I've never been in there, and and, and ever, and I have such. I'm so honored when I'm able to go and, and spend some time with, with your kids because they just absolutely fill my heart with not, not just their talent. I'm, a, I'm in awe of that, but who they are as people. They share themselves in yes. the air. And, you know, it's so funny. The very, very first week of school, I spend team building. Before we yeah. even get into music, I talk about how choir is a team sport. Yes. And you have to work together. And if someone in your section isn't doing as well as you are, you need to help them and you need to build them up. We don't put each other down because if you put someone else in our choir down, you have just hurt yourself. You're cutting off your own arm there. And yes. so they really do know how to to support each other. Uh, we have a very, oh, I would got to come and see my trouble choir again this year. I have 40 girls in there who all all there's like no drama I don't know how that happens but either they keep it away from me but they respect each other and when you are clapping for each other and say yeah you can do this or if I say come on up and try it who cares if you fail I don't care you will never meet a great musician who hasn't failed over and over and over and over again because you stumble through things and you have to work on them and you learn from all your mistakes and I said if you show up here every day and you try your hardest you will get an A and then I go, oh, by the way, guys, guess what? Kind of will probably happen in your other classes too. Show up every day and try your class and try your hardest. So we use a lot about transferring what you learn in choir in the real world and how being responsible, being able to have the confidence to get up and do something that you're terrified of doing, getting through it. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Yes. And so I, I, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but it, that- I had a former student come in that said, if one thing I learned in choir is how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Oh, oh what, a, what a life gift to yeah. give to someone. How to be able to say, yeah, this is stressful, but I'm going to get through it. Mm -hmm. I'm used to this feeling. I'm used to, and you know, changing nerves into excitement, changing on your whole, you know, don't get up there and think, oh, everyone's looking at me for a mistake. Think, hey, I want to share this great piece of music with you. And all of a sudden you're taking it away from all about you and sharing with your audience. And that's why I think our shows sell out. I yes. mean, I don't know any other choir and I, I don't mean to, I'm just saying my kids are so much fun. That they are. We have two choir concerts, the same exact concert two nights in a row because we sell out our choir concerts because the kids are fun and they take ownership and the parents aren't coming listening to blah, 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 Miss Lowe, blah, 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 boring, boring, boring. They're listening to their kids say funny things and, and watching their kids just, you know, there's this whole kind of sense of love in there. All the alumni come back and they sing with us. And it's, it brings so much community together. And it, it, and it fills my heart too, Dr. Hargrove. When my kids are singing and they're doing everything and that they're supposed to be doing and working so hard, I'm like, I have a really great job. You have a really great job and they have a really amazing, phenomenal teacher. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. And I appreciate when you come in and when you get up on the risers and sing with them, which probably... Eight years ago when you met me, you would have thought that will never happen. I will never get up on risers and sing with okay. a group of kids. 
So let me tell you, you are 100% correct that, that if someone said you're going to get up on a stage and you're going to sing, I would have said you can bet anything right now. And and I will never do that. Not a chance, but, but you know what you do it because the kids love it and you put the kids first and you always, and you don't sit there and go, Oh, but this isn't about me. This is about the kids. And when they, when you're standing next to them and you're singing with them, you feel all that love and all that great energy that it's like, Hey, this is not about people looking at me and judging me. This is about people feeling true passion and the, and the, and the performance. So yeah, the kids love it. They love when you come in. Well, let me tell you, it it is, and you know this one, I can't be in your room more than mm, probably four minutes before I already have tears in my eyes. Right. Yeah. I I, I don't think there's a picture of me with our kids without, you know, my eyes just totally watered up, missed it over. And just this, this huge sense. So, so this huge sense, let me just tell you, including me is of belonging. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's of community. It's of being part of something bigger than, than we are. And it supersedes everything. And and if we get everyone to the spot of belonging, you you, seriously, there's, it's unstoppable. It's kids will absolutely do anything and do it together and, and just be able to meet any challenge that's in front of them. And absolutely you make that happen every single day with our thank kids you. every single day. No, thank, thank you, you, Dr. Hargrove. And I appreciate it, but I, 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 you guys are so good to me. And, but I, so many music teachers are like that. Uh, uh, Wendy Bauer that you had in Fabulous. your district. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. kids loved her. She included them. She did, you know, it's a lot of the times it's what we teach and being able to have kids have a voice and be able to really, really be able to get out your emotions while singing is just something that happens in choral singing. And so the kids love their choir teachers. I, like I said, Wendy Bauer, she was you know, such a beloved teacher. And when she comes to our shows, the kids are so happy to see her. Oh, of and, course, yeah. You know, and a lot of colleagues that I work with back in um, Algonquin and, and in Illinois and in Wheaton, a lot of our music teachers, our band directors, our orchestra directors that I've worked with, um, my, my Mrs. Betcher, who was one of my, got me the job, my first job teaching. One thing I noticed about that is how many times those kids love their directors. They love their directors because their directors teach them an outlet of being able to sing, of being able to work in a community. And it's, you know, it's, I love to be able to provide that for them. And I do, I appreciate so much all the kind words, Dr. Hargrove, I really do. Uh, There's so many awesome, awesome teachers out there that, that basically do what I do because we get to teach music and it's cool. It's very cool. It is cool. Yes. It's, there, there's no doubt about it. And, and I, I'm fortunate to have had so many experiences being able to observe you with our kids that I, I can just layer it and layer it and layer. I talked about confidence. I talked about belonging. Mm-hmm. I talked about leadership. You know, we've uh-huh. processed those, those pieces as well. Yes. Um, I, I just, I love the fact that 
whenever we're together, one of the opportunities that we have, and, and you just said a minute ago about finding voice of giving children their opportunity, young adults, their opportunity for voice. Yes. And, and, you know, you'll get, okay, let's get in a round circle. Let's sit down and chat for a second. Yeah. And, and talking about who they are, what it means to them, what choir means to them and how it applies, not just, not just the joy of singing, right. Which right. is phenomenal right. in and of itself. If we did nothing sure. else, if seriously, if you did nothing else, the joy of singing is a gift, right? Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. There's so much more though that happens within those walls on those risers mm -hmm. that that those life lessons that play out in a community in a safe, risk-free, loving, accepting, we are in this together. And and mm -hmm. and honestly, it's all walks of children that are in there, you know. Oh, yeah. It's just <laughs> it it they excel in so many different ways or might have challenges in other ways, but when they're in that room, yeah, they are part of a family. Absolutely. Absolutely. And a family, even if it's, you know, and I, and I tell them too, you know, if the kids, cause some of them have been together for four years and they can get on each other's nerves. And I said, guys, we're like a family. We're a big, happy, dysfunctional family. You know, I said, you know, everyone has, we're going to argue, we're going to fight, but what we need to do is we need to put the music first. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because I have those shirts that say music first. Yes. And uh, Mr. Gonzalez and I had this uh, comment because he goes, well, I don't agree with that. You need to put the child first. And I said, yes, but taken in context, those students are the ones that came up with the shirts mm -hmm. because I tell the students, if you put the music first, I put you first. Yes. I put you first. The kids are the ones that are put the music first, not me. And I so that's where we have, yeah. So that's where that. we get it. I said, in the context is the kids need to come in here. I said, if you put the music first in here, you're not going to have any drama. You're not going to, you don't have to worry about what happened this morning, or if you got into a fight with your siblings, or even if you had a fight with mom or dad or grandma or whatever's going on outside of this room, you get to leave it all and put the music first. And all of a sudden your day's going to get better. Mm -hmm. And so that's why the kids always say, put the music first. Oh, that is beautiful. I, say, I did not. Know. I did not know that story. And I oh. love that. That just adds a, an additional layer because again, life yeah. lesson, what's important is important. If you put that at the center, all of this other stuff falls to the wayside. Falls Right. And right? everything will fall in place. It's awesome. And I love when you come in and when are you going to come in and visit again, Dr. Hargrove? I, I think we're going to have to make it next week. Seriously, oh, because can, I don't think that I can go. See. It's yes. been too long. It has been. And I think you need to come see show choir because I know that there's a few young girls in there that are huge Dr. Hargrove fans. Oh, They're always saying, you. when's Dr. Hargrove coming to visit? They're so blown away because they're like, she remembers everyone's name. Hmm. You remember all these kids' names. And, you know, I do, but I see them every day in my classrooms. They and make an impression. You know that. They do. They just there there are kids and they yes. will always be our kids so being able to reconnect with them in the way i'm able to with your class yes oh it's and amazing. i know how much you love them i love I when do. you come in and you talk to them and in fact we should do it on a day when third period goes into fourth period so you can see my treble choir girls and then because I, I have such this weird schedule some days my fourth period is after my lunch and some days it's before my lunch crazy schedule, but I will text you or send you a copy of our schedule and let you know. Awesome. 
you know, that'd be awesome. Well, so, I am certainly looking forward to that on top of getting our eighth graders over here. Over, I yes. know. I think, I think we're about two weeks out to be able to get that moving. We may have to wait until after spring break for buses, but okay. um, it, we are ready. Our kids are so ready to- How Are you, do you have them where teachers like refer them or do kids sign up for it? Cause kids you have, I don't know how it. you put all that together. It's magic because you know what? All I have to say is, hey, you know, we've got the choir opportunity over the high school and automatically it fills. Wow. It, our kids know about it because they've watched it. They know how important it is and they want to be a part of that. So excited. I'm so excited. So I am too. Yes. I am too. The, Thank you so much for being you. Thank you for sharing your gift with our kids. Thank you for loving our kids in the way that you do. I mean, it's, and, and the, you know what, and one thing I really want everyone to know, loving our kids in the way that you do allows them to be the very best person that they can be. And, and you, you create that atmosphere and that environment for them to explore that in such a powerful way. Thank, thank you. you. Well, thank you. And I tell the kids, yeah, you may hate me now, but you'll thank me later. Um, I, I don't oh think my... any one of them would <laughs> ever say that. As a matter of fact, I, I, they absolutely adore you and know yeah. that, it, that you want the very best for them. And, and, you're, and the best part of that is you're not going to accept anything less than their best, which you know what? Bottom line is you treat them like your own and it's phenomenal. I, thank you. I, I, I do. I do. Mm -hmm. I tell them a lot. I have no higher expectations to you than I do my own son. I do know that. Yes. And he knows it too. My poor son. He's like, oh, trust me. I've had to deal with her. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Thank, thank you so you. much for being a part of our community and for being here. You're so welcome. Thank you for inviting me.